21 minutes after the hour four and that is something Soweto and the song is Akana Mali. Father Rakaketsi, good afternoon and welcome. Oh, thank you very much. Very strange to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you here. We've been trying to get you here because a mm-hmm. uh, few weeks ago we had uh, Sister Hermenegut and uh, Simba kept on saying we need to get uh, Father Patrick and uh, he's been trying to juggle our diaries and here we are. But uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much for accepting our invitation and uh, we look forward to chatting with you this afternoon. No, this is great and I I knew when sister was coming and I could foresee that (laughs) something is going on. (laughs) I tried to run away for a couple of weeks nobody could get hold of me but But you know us, we make things happen. (laughs) (laughs) So if you've just tuned in, our guest in studio this afternoon is Father Patrick he is a stigma teen. He was born in Lesotho and he joined the stigma teen fathers in 1990. Um, after that, he was that's a long time, ago, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Let me tell you, 1990. What what was I doing in 1990? I think 1990. Yo, I'm going to expose my age. 1990. I was in primary school. <laughs> yeah, I was about to finish grade seven. Yeah, 1990. Now, man. listeners know what the Brian is. <laughs> <laughs> but if, after after you ordained for the Patrick, ne, we are told you then went to Tanzania and uh, you did a little stint in Tanzania and uh, you then came back, you went for studies in Rome and we are told you majored in dogmatic. Is it systematic or dogmatics? Well, in, in, in secular theology, they call it systematic theology. Mm-hmm. But um, Rome calls it uh, dogmatic, dogmatic theology. Dogmatic theology. Okay. Yeah. And you came back and you did a stint at the seminary John Vianney in Pretoria. And you started teaching there. You call them stints. <laughs> That's ten full years of lecturing. <laughs> ten years of lecturing. That's not a stint. <laughs> Training future priests. And you finish that and you are made the vice provincial which is basically the major superior of the region here and you do that stint for about six years i'm told and after those six years you then ended up at the bishop's conference as the associate secretary general so you're basically the uh, 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 the sg but an associate sg to some extent right i i am i am assisting the, the, the secretary general. general but you are you are you, you are described you, your job is associate secretary general yeah. and i think it is interesting for the listeners to know that i'm occupying the seat which was occupied by the great father emil blazer he True. did a long time in my office Six so years. we always call each other predecessor successor <laughs> <laughs> i know he's listening i know he's listening and then he did you did you did you i would like to take you back maybe to 1979. Did you dream that you would end up from the mountains of Lesotho, from the mountains of uh, of, of Maseru? Did you dream that you would end up in Waterkloof? Because you're now in Waterkloof, yeah. Be- I, I wouldn't even have uh, dreamt to be a priest at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just a young boy. In fact, um, just to make it interesting, we are four boys mm-hmm. in my family. Mm-hmm. And I'm the third born. And the first two uh, would have told the parents they wanted to be priests. Mm-hmm. And so what did they do, the parents, uh, in those ages, you know, 60s and the 70s, they would have taken them to the minor seminary. Yes. And incidentally, even the last born coming after me, he saw the eldest brother going, he wanted to be a priest as well. Yeah. 
And guess who who didn't want yourself? Myself. I didn't Why? want. I never wanted to be a priest because I thought it's a boring lifestyle. I would see this parish priest and I would say to my mom, no, I would rather be a lawyer. You okay. Know? And 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 I I didn't even have a term lawyer. I used to call myself a magistrate. Okay. Yes, okay. That was wow. The, very that, ambitious. Child. Yeah. Yeah. That was the term I was yeah. using. Yeah. And therefore, my mother never even dared to bring me to the minor seminar. So mm-hmm. I stayed home. I did my primary. Um, and I did my high school from home, mm-hmm. and at the end, actually, they took me to a, um, a hostel, you know, cook for yes. yourself yeah. and, and stay by yourself and yes. go and learn because you want to be this magistrate thing. Yeah. And I was always glued to books, okay. you know, mm-hmm. newspapers, yes. and, and that was me. Mm. That so, how did you me. get here? How did you get here then? Um, and in my metric, uh, what do you call form five? Yes. Um, and there is this priest, um, the Indian parish priest, who was victimized by the students. And this guy was always coming to me and telling me that you would make you a good priest. Why did he come to me? It's because my mother was a chairperson of the parish council oh. for 13 full years. Ooh, I don't want <laughs> to, to picture me again. <laughs> so so there, there she is being told every time. So she had the, to have a, a son as a priest, obviously. You know, and he, he was always saying to, to, to her, you know, one, somebody must be a priest. But then she said, there are three there already in the minor seminary. This one does not want. Mm-hmm. But he was coming to me saying, no. What did he do? He took me to be an altar server. Okay. And pushed me there. I never wanted, but I did it. Uh, I think two to two, two, two to three years I was in Ultra Seven. But when he was victimized and he said that he was taken back home, something dropped into my heart mm-hmm. to say, this man wanted me to be a priest. Should I not open the new ear to listen? Yeah. And I went to my parents to tell them, look, listen, I want to be a priest. At that time, did you know what kind of a priest you wanted to be? Did you even know the difference between the different, if I may call them, brands of priests that are out there? You know, I was 16 years old. But I knew very well I wanted to be in a community. I wanted to be a, a religious. Okay. And I knew very well that I don't want um, uh, to you know, beat about the bush. I mm-hmm. don't want to go, because I declined also the, the, the oh, offer. Play. I declined. They never even started. But I declined the, the registration with the university, okay. uh, which was there already. And um, I was with the, the brothers of the secretary uh, mm-hmm. as, at the school. And then they were, you know, I was in the top 10. Yeah. And we were supposed to be in the university. And I told brother, I'm not going there because I want to be a priest. And, and, and of course, I knew where I wanted to go. What, what was your understanding of priesthood at the time, besides seeing the sacraments being celebrated? As, you know, it was very strange with me because um, it, there was this figure of this man who always inspired me, uh, telling me this. And then I started going back to what he was saying time and again, what he was talking to me about. And I started to figure him. And I saw myself as a replacement of this priest who's gone. So you sort of felt sorry and thought, look, the church <laughs> needs us. <laughs> I went to, to a workshop where an old, old Dominican priest had come with a beard and this priest was very dirty. And you know what? I really felt sorry for the Dominicans. I thought, you know what? I think I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor things. Poor things, you know. And I thought, you know what? They need a bit of new life. Yeah. And I thought, ah, this is a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah. But um, oh, no, I'm just teasing. But uh, there are so, so many reasons that attract us to the priesthood. And then you join the stigma. Teens. No, no, I haven't finished because mm-hmm. then when I was so determined to, to, to be a priest to go and study, then my mother, 13 years, a parish chairperson, chair chair person, mm-hmm. 
stands by me and says, whom are you fooling? Who is fooling who here? Mm -hmm. You told us that you don't want this thing. Mm -hmm. Today you are busy here. Yeah. For the first time, I saw so-called uh, boss barat meeting of the family. Yeah. First time, yeah. Everybody here, my brothers, everybody's yeah. grumbling because why? What do you want to do? We thought we are having the magistrate, know, yeah. magistrate yeah. with yeah. you, and and nobody wants to support my idea, and only my father, my late father. He stood by me. Said, if he wants to go, let him go, and he has my word. And that was the end of the meeting. Okay. Where were the stigmatins at this point? Now, stigmatins, stigmatins is a very strange thing. Stigmatins, apart from me, because I have my cousin yeah. as a stigmatin, but we never talked with him about this thing. He knew as well that this guy does not want... He was talking to my other brothers. Mm -hmm. But uh, stigmatins were coming in. They were having workshops, um, vocation workshops, time and again. Because um, the the one of the priests was his novice master yes. with the oblates okay. for a couple of years, so he knew uh, where to touch and so on. He had a you know um, a connection with the priests, and so he was holding these workshops. And then I got hold of that contact, and his name is Father Giuliano Melotto. Yeah, Mystic Martin is a great vocation promoter. I think most of us seniors, stigmatins today, we came through him. He, okay. He was coming to our families, and since he knew the Raki Yes. And, uh, and then suddenly he came over to visit, and we were greeting, and I just told him, give me your address. <laughs> then the next thing, he wrote me back, yes. and he says, no, we have a workshop in this period, please come over. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started to, to move on. And incidentally, we started our pre-officiate on the day when Nelson Mandela was released. Okay, that in 1994. A, 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 1990. Sorry, 1990. 1990. Yeah. We started our apprenticeship on that day, and it was a great euphoria, you know, uh, and we, we, we called it a providence that we had started something new mm -hmm. with our lives and a new opening of the life, you know, uh, within our country. Yeah. Wow. If you've just tuned in, it is exactly... Uh, half past four and it is Radio Veritas 576 AM. I'm joined in studio by Father Patrick Rakaketsi who is the Associate Secretary General at the South African Catholic Bishops Conference and if you've just tuned in please do not touch that dial. We'll take a musical break. 25 minutes before the hour five and this is the St. John Vianney Choir. Your next door neighbor's father. <laughs> and we're joined in studio by the Associate Secretary General and we're getting up close and personal. So anyway, we are going to skip and we're going to jump your story because uh, we, there's so much. There's so much to talk about your story and your calling. And uh, we fast forward to the point where you join the, the Stigma Teens and you're ordained and... Uh, your first mission or your internship you're sent to Tanzania. Yeah. And it's interesting. I was ordained fifth of September. You should mention that. Fifth okay. of September nineteen ninety eight. Okay. That makes me nineteen years as a priest. <laughs> <laughs> we should and be organized in Jubilees, eh? Jubilees are coming, you know. Twenty yeah. mm. years in twenty eighteen mm -hmm. it's it, it has been That's a an achievement, fascinating really. story. Fascinating mm -hmm. time. Twenty years have just passed. As you say, yeah. It started um, basically in Tanzania. And, and it's very uh, also interesting. I get ordained on the 5th of September. Okay. And I'm supposed to leave for Tanzania within a week. Okay. And I'm told you can only go uh, have a Thanksgiving mass, basically in your own home parish, yes. and maybe your family. But 
no um, one month of these long celebrations, holidays, nothing, yeah. holidays yeah. and so you don't have. Why? Because um, the job that you are being assigned to mm. needed you six months back. Okay. A year ago. Yes. And that tells you that um, I was appointed uh, to be uh, a manager of um, the great school there, St. Gaspar Petronia, our founder is named after him, okay. high school. And I was um, um, nominated or even, uh, let me say, uh, assigned to yes. be a manager of the school while I was in third year theology. And I was told by my superior, this is sub secreto pontificio. Thou <laughs> shalt tell no one. No one so course. my colleagues... My classmates, nobody knows that I have already a job. A job. Mm -hmm. And that was even before my final profession. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking to myself, does he think that I will make it? <laughs> so it was already there that, okay, I'm going to make final profession. Which anyway. brings us to the next point, because uh, here you are already at that young age, you're being entrusted with a responsibility. And uh, and this is something when I was reading your profile that I've noticed as a theme and a pattern in your life where you've always been in leadership and you've always been entrusted with that ministry of service. That's that's the if we have to call a culprit, yes. it is a man called Father Michele Danucci. Mm. Um, may his soul rest in peace. He's the one who was shot dead by by gangsters in Sushanguve. Yeah. Yeah. Our matter, really, the man who had a great vision yes. and he told me as well that you know we go to tanzania and i'm sending you young as you are because we are building the future around the young people mm. and so go and you know be a pioneer so i was a pioneer of uh, among the missionaries who were there i was stigmatized missionaries i was the pioneer Indeed. as a young one mm. and i arrived there they called me uh, they were calling me in, in swahili um you know uh, kijana kijana mm. padre kijana padre means a, a, a boy father. Oh, <laughs> the young one, yeah. The young one. Mutoto. Mutoto, you know, exactly, a, yeah. a, a boy father. And, yes. and literally, in a, in a very, um, you know, sarcastic way, mm. because here I am around the missionaries with big beards and uh, great experience, and then they call him father, a small boy there. And people were always saying, a boy father, you know. Uh, and I learned around the church that people say, um, by mistake, they, they mentioned it during the notices in the church. Yes. Oh yeah, the mass, next Sunday mass will be Saints. held by... Uh, a small boy. <laughs> <laughs> the so, things we go through. Uh, you know, and they told me how to, you know, they taught me how to learn the language very quick. Mm. That's now, when I, 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 I came through. Do you see yourself, um, if I was to ask you, what is your purpose in life? What would you say is your purpose at to this stage in your life? To serve the people of God. That's really the purpose. Um, looking at what has happened into me, mm -hmm. um, as I tell you, what I wanted in life never happened. And I was taken into, uh, because of the events of life, and somebody was there and you know, as a God-sent instrument to tell me where I'm supposed to go. And I said, if I didn't do it, in the way I wanted, then God wants me to save. That's all. Mm -hmm. Indeed, and when one listens to the story of your life, because mm -hmm. after you come back from, from Tanzania, you then go back for further studies. You go for further studies in mm -hmm. Rome, and you come back and you start uh, working in formation, which is I, also a very difficult, very uh, difficult. department in our life. Or as, as, as it's, it's rolling in that way because mm -hmm. um, I, I come back from Rome, and in fact I've been told uh, that you need to come back because um, we need to uh, continue with formation. And so the 
two more years that I was supposed to, to, to continue with are cut short. Um, and uh, when I come and I'm being told the formation is waiting for you, mm -hmm. uh, the house is full. Yes. Uh, we have 24 um, uh, young men, young men uh, in all levels, yeah. from philosophy, theology, and so on. And you are supposed to be their their formator. And some of them are the priests that people know today. We As, won't name uh, them. Some of them I hear their names around. We won't name them. <laughs> we won't name them. We won't name Bob Paul. But anyhow, <laughs> Bob Paul, Bob Richard. Yeah, all these yeah. the, the rookies mm. uh, that I started with. And um, they gave me a very um, really good foundation because uh, I came in as um, a brother. Mm. I came to them as their father in the yes. sense of formator. Yeah. But also, as 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 um, um, you know, a God sent men into their lives, you know. And then you sort of move further to serve them in a different capacity because you then became their vice provincial. Immediately, and they were so sad because. Uh, you hey, know, I was... looked forward to changing the formators <laughs> information house. <laughs> they were so sad yeah. to, to 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 lose uh, the, the, uh, somebody who was you know closer to them and Indeed. and they were not sure what the future Indeed. then i said well look i'm changing the roles i'm still going to become a formator in a different level now but I'm for everyone to, for everyone now even the older or the oldest of the fellows mm. uh, i'm going to be their formator as well mm. and i thank those years of formation with mm. the brothers because then they taught me how to listen Okay. I, I learned I learned a big uh, lesson of uh, and listening, listening in this regard meaning what because listening is does it is it just a conversation what does listen mean listening goes way beyond conversation mm -hmm. goes way beyond talking okay goes way beyond um, you know looking at the person listening mm -hmm. is understanding empathizing mm -hmm. sympathizing going deep into this somebody's level yeah. and reflecting with the human being together and you know going right into their background right into their families and even in their intentions some of the people that i i, I came across uh, they would tell they would tell me that today the father if it wasn't for you i wouldn't be a priest wow you know wow so how then did you end up at the at, at the headquarters ne? how did you end up uh, a union building <laughs> no it's, it's 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 because always people always ask these questions how do people end up but in your case how did you end up in the union buildings of the church at the at Khanya house I, I i actually don't know and i think um that question was asked by the cardinal on the very first day i came into the office yeah. um because there was a meeting there and i came to be introduced yeah. and he laughed at me and said do you know why you ended up here yeah. and i don't know i said i'm not sure mm -hmm. but the only thing i remember is um, when I was a, um, a president of the major superiors, yes. we used to meet as an executive with the, uh, the, the bishop's board. Okay. And we had met with them, and I didn't know many of the bishops. Mm -hmm. And there was, there was a case that we needed to discuss. Okay. Um, and it was a very, very hot topic. It mm -hmm. was the topic of priests becoming sangomas. Yes. And um, we, we had come uh, with a um, proposal how to deal with this. Mm -hmm. We had come with a proposal as well of uh, going back to joint witness, putting yes. bishops and major superiors, superiors together. together. So I was carrying this. This was a history, mm -hmm. but it went lost. 
So we were recovering it. And we said, uh, let's go back and just discuss together with the bishops how to deal with this problem. Because there, there were also nuns becoming Sangomas. It was a very sensitive, sensitive yeah. topic. So can we come together? So maybe one of the things we need to do is just to have not only small topics, but general. Mm -hmm. Let's have together. And uh, unfortunately, the bishops were not, were not there yet to say it's okay. Yeah, let's talk and about I it. And I got grilled yeah. by the cardinal. As, as a president of, of, the, major of the major superiors, what, why do you want this? Mm -hmm. I stood my ground. Okay. I stood my ground to say, no, yeah. this, this, the church needs this at okay. this time. Okay. And I don't know if, if that is what he meant when he said, what, do you know why you ended up here? Mm -hmm. you know? But uh, just to say, one of the, um, not said so, so often, and I think it's the first time I want to disclose this today. Yeah. And who on air, on changing gear. changing gear, so let's change the gear. Yes, yeah. Um, I was approached by um, the, the, the Troika, the top three of the bishops. True. Mm -hmm. Way back in 2011, mm -hmm. and I was still a superior of my own congregation. Okay. And I was uh, still the president uh -huh. of, the, uh, of, the, of the major superiors. Mm -hmm. And I was approached um, in a very confidential manner. If, of course, if as when, usual. As, as when I uh, finish my term, mm -hmm. would I be available uh, to, to, to be uh, Associate Secretary General? Okay. And I said, well, when the church needs me, I am always available. Yes. But then by the time that you are looking for me, I won't be a superior. Then I cannot take a decision. You will have to talk to my higher Yes, uh, superiors by then, mm -hmm. you know, and I think they did some top talk with the stigmatins, mm -hmm. but the stigmatins did not allow me to, at 2011 to come in. Okay, um, okay, so I thought the whole thing was gone. Okay, because then they, I was told by the bishops that no, and uh, your, your congregation does not uh, allow you to, to be um, our secretary general. Mm. And then three years later, they came back again, they came back. And let me tell you uh, where I was asked. Yeah. At a very awkward place. Yeah. Uh, at a very awkward moment. Give us the, it give was, us the details. <laughs> give us the details, mother. This is on the... Uh, I'm a parish priest by then. This is 2013. Um, uh -huh. Sorry, 2014. Yeah. I'm a parish priest. Uh, in the great parish of St. John the Baptist in Pretoria North. Mm -hmm. And we had prepared our people to go to the ordination uh, of uh, Bishop um, uh, Palana in Clagstock. Yeah. And we have a great um, pastoral plan for, yeah. the, uh, for the year mm -hmm. 2015. Mm -hmm. We had made it very nice. If you want to take a break so that we make a suspense. We suspend the people <laughs> to know what happened. <laughs> it's uh, 14 minutes before the hour five, and if you've just tuned in, it is Radio Veritas 576 AM. It's that only Catholic radio station in the country that gives you good news, and today we're giving you good people and good music for a change, and please do not touch that dial. Oh, it's, 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 